What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. This is Forklift Systems Football Saturday with former UT coordinator Doug Matthews on 104.5 The Zone. And welcome into Forklift Systems Football Saturday. Well, we got a shortened show today. Vols host the Cats, Kentucky, this morning, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time tip. Vol Network, of course, starts at 10.30 for basketball season, so they'll be right here on the zone. Again, Vols, Cats up in Knoxville, and uh, Tennessee playing exceptionally well right now. Kentucky, well... Trying, trying to get there. Bill Justice, by the way, is in Knoxville for the game. Because of that, he will be unable to join the show today. But, of course, we'll be on Big Orange Sunday tomorrow, right around 8.30 in the morning. And we'll be uh, talking with him about, well, what happened in the game just in a few hours. Charles Davis will join the show at the 10 o'clock hour. Much to discuss uh, since uh, last we talked to Charles. But first, Tony Barnhart. Georgia still backing or basking, excuse me, in the glow of two consecutive national championships, clearly, and I think very clearly setting atop the college football world. You know, any way you cut it, they did it the old-fashioned way. Great recruiting, patience in building a program, and top-quality coaching. Kirby Smart now in his eighth season, two consecutive championships, as I mentioned, another big recruiting year coming. Now, are they... Clearly, clearly in t- uh, uh, top right now, yes, but there's a lot of contenders, and we'll discuss a few of those today. And let's start with Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart. Tony, how are you? Doing well, Doug. It's a little cold here in Atlanta, but uh, just down the road in Athens, they're going to have a parade about 1230 today, and uh, I don't think those folks will be cold at all. <laughs> well, I think basking is the right word. Maybe yes. there's a, another adjective <laughs> or two in there somewhere, but uh, without question, uh, you know, uh, uh, for all the uh, uh, really great coaches and great players that have been at Georgia, going into last season, Georgia had one only, and I say only, most programs would love to have one, but only one national championship. Now two in a row, they're up to three. Another big recruiting class. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the top of the Southeastern Conference, we'll be discussing that just a little bit today and sh- certainly in future shows. Recruiting ongoing right now. Most of the programs have signed, uh, somewhere around 22, 23, 24, or even 25 of their scholarships. Transfer portal players front and center right now. Coaches out on the road looking actually for t- the 2024 class and mm-hmm. maybe trying to close in on, uh, close up, a tie, or at least tie up a few of the remaining 2023s out there. Uh, but Tony, one of the things we'll discuss today after I want to talk just a little bit about Georgia, uh, and then, uh, I kind of want to get into where the Southeastern Conference is right now. There's, there's, a, there's, there's several programs. Georgia, Alabama, clearly at the top. Several programs, though, that have made big strides this year in closing in on those two top top two. But let's kind of start with the Georgia deal and talk just a little bit about that. We haven't had a whole lot of time to talk about this. Uh, and, and I think one of the big things is 
I, I, I don't believe we can call, or maybe we still can call, Stetson Bennett underrated. He's certainly not underappreciated, but if you want to call him underrated, okay. But, you know, you worked up a few things, and I worked up a few things on this. Just just the simple fact, I think most people would say that in the college football playoff, uh, you know, Joe Burrow had maybe the greatest year ever. Well, I would I would certainly say the greatest year ever. We uh-huh. haven't had that many college football playoff bowl games. But when you look at it, Stetson Bennett actually right there with him if you just look statistically. Six touchdowns in the game. That ties Joe Joe Burrow, of course, uh, the 2019 LSU team, you know, one of the best teams we've ever seen. Joe Burrow had a tremendous year, six touchdowns in the national championship game. And then uh, Bennett had six, four throwing, two running. Uh, he is right there statistically. And, you know, they, they kind of have a little same story. It's a, it's a little different how they got to, uh, uh, to well, in Burroughs' case, LSU, started at Ohio State, and, and how Bennett got to Georgia. But kind of the same story. Neither were probably thought, certainly uh, Burrow wasn't th- gonna, thought to be going to ever be a player uh, at Ohio State, and Bennett, I mean, he wasn't even recruited by Georgia. <laughs> nope. It just kind of it just kind of shows you there's a lot of ways, and I I encourage every young person that I talk to, uh, you know, if you're willing to work hard, certainly you must have talent. But if you're willing to work hard, if you get to the right place and the right situation for you, the right program, the right situation, and you continue to work. You're probably going to make it. Now, you not, might not be a star. You know, the old saying is those who stay will play eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was certainly true for both these guys. Late in their career, uh, they had tremendous success. And, of course, of course, Joe Burroughs is still ongoing. Well, and the thing that they do have in common uh, with everything else is they were, they were supremely confident in their ability. They knew what they could do. I mean, Stetson Bennett, the coaches – would tell you that, you know, we didn't think the guy could play. We told him he couldn't play and he wouldn't listen to us. <laughs> we, we kept trying to stick him at the bottom of the depth chart and uh, he just, he wouldn't listen. Then when the opportunity came, he uh, made the most of it. And, and you go back, we'll, when you go back through his career, there will be significant moments when something had to be done, somebody had to make a play. Uh, I'm thinking about the Alabama national championship game last last season. You know, they, they had the, he had made a big mistake, a turnover, and he ended up winning the game. The Ohio State, they're down 14 in the fourth quarter, and he take he takes them on two big big drives to take the lead and eventually win the game. So, the one thing the one thing those two guys do have in common. Is they 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 believe in their own ability, and they made plays when plays had to be made. Uh, I don't care what era of football. Of course, I am kind of pride myself on being somewhat of a historian of, of uh, college football in particular, not not particularly uh, pro football, but certainly college football. I don't care what area you played in. Those men that, uh, and, and in some instances, those young men, and some instances, those quite frankly, boys that believe in themselves, that do not ever let anybody tell them they can't do something. And I'm not talking about your parents, but I'm talking about something, you know, that you can't, you're not good enough, you can't. Those ones that believe in themselves and keep working. Now, certainly they're not all going to be where Joe Burrow and and, uh, and uh, Stetson Bennett is, but those are the ones that make it. If you don't do that, 
I don't care what how, I don't care how much ability you have. If you don't believe that you're the best right. uh, or are going to be the best, if you don't believe that you can win ball games, I don't care what position you're playing, defensive back, defensive line, offensive line, if you don't believe that, then you're not going to ever attain whatever the ceiling is for you. And uh, anyway, I just think uh, – Bennett, I know some, some probably, well, not probably, some fans of other rival programs maybe don't appreciate him. I don't know how you can't appreciate him. You know, he's, uh, uh, just this, his story, uh, it's kind of Tim Tebow-esque in a different way. You know, Tebow's was more off the field than on the field. His on the field, he was always a tremendous player, but. Anyway, all right, enough about that. Let's just kind of hit Tony. Uh, uh, the, the question right now, not only for the Southeastern Conference, but I think for the, uh, the whole country is, uh, Georgia right now at the top of the football world. And if you look at the recruiting part of it, this is Kirby Smart's eighth season, has his program built, uh, has, uh, certainly the, the, the type of culture. That's a word that's used a lot in college football, but it's, he has his culture there. He is in a state where he can recruit and sign 15 to 20. Now he doesn't always take that many out of Georgia, but Georgia is one of the most mm-hmm. fertile areas in the, in the, uh, in the whole country when it comes to recruiting high school players in particular. They are, Pardon me for my pun. Top dog in in Georgia in doing that, <clears throat> but where they are right now, what is he? I think he's forty four years old, forty five years old, something like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Future bright there. Uh, let's just hit that real quickly. Then we're going to talk a little bit about who some of the folks are programs who have top programs and throughout history too, maybe coming up to uh, to compete there. But let's just just start with that part of it. Well, when Kirby Smart was interviewing for the job at Georgia, obviously he wanted the job. But it, it, I come to find out from talking to people that the the interviews, Kirby was doing a lot of the talking during the interviews in the sense that, are, are you sure, University of Georgia, you're going to make the commitment that we have to have to go where you want to go? Because I've, I've seen the national championship program. I know what it looks like. And we, meaning Georgia, aren't there yet. There's a lot that we've got to do. And they assured him that uh, they they were all in. And from a facility standpoint, he would get everything he need. One, one, one add addition, Doug, to that. Today's national championship celebration at, at Dooley Field, Sanford Stadium, uh, won't have as many people as a year ago because they are currently undergoing a $65 million renovation of the south end of the stadium. Uh, yet, yet another uh, addition. So, uh, you have everything you need to be successful at Georgia. Doug, you and I have talked about this. You know, th- there are certain elements that have got to be in place if, if you want to compete, or if you want to compete for championships. You have to decide. And Georgia is now has now done that, and will continue to do that. And uh, Kirby Smart has everything he needs for a very, very long run at Georgia. If there's one thing that I'm sure about in college football, college athletics, if you don't have, if your university uh, does not have a the president and or chancellor, whichever it might be, in some instances mm-hmm. might be both, if you don't have the chancellor, if you don't have the president, if you don't have the, the uh, board of trust, any decision makers firmly behind your athletic program and in this instance in football you are not going to be successful for a six significant period of time you may get up there 
<clears throat> once once or twice, you know, every now and then. But if you don't have that, you really don't have a chance. You're just kind of, you know, out there in the doldrums floating around in the water on that. And the other thing uh, that comes to mind, and I, I was visiting with the uh, head coach uh, uh, in this conference yesterday, uh, and the other thing that, that comes to mind, you know, again, if you go back and look through the, at the history of college football, there are certain programs, certain head football coaches that produce assistant coaches that go out and are tremendously successful. Now, not every coach that goes out, let's use in this census, who's the guy that's doing that right now? It's, it's Nick Saban down at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Not everybody that leaves and takes a job, even a really good job, is successful. Uh, and you assume when you hire a player from there, you assume that you're going to get, you know, the the Nick Saban system and the way they do things. Really, the only one out there that is having uh, six, uh, great success at that is is Kirby Smart at Georgia. And uh, Tony, I think that's the other thing you 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 hear other coaches talk about Kirby Smart. And they clearly say that, hey, he he has brought the Alabama program to him, or the Nick Saban program to him, more than the Alabama mm-hmm. program. Certainly he has added a few things, He is a, he, and he landed at a school, took his time, was an assistant for a long period of time, and landed at a school at a program that football means a lot in a state that it means a lot. And he's worked his fanny off, and he is where he is right now. Yep. And it has been an interesting, interesting ride to watch. And they, he is, they have done it all. And the fact to go 29 and one in this conference over two years, it's remarkable. The only loss, of course, was to Alabama in the SEC championship game. They later avenged that loss. And it's, it's, you know, Georgia's never been 15 and 0. It's, uh, it, it, it really was a historic season. Doug, in many ways, because of all the losses, people said you can't, you can't be as good. You can't, and I, and from a defensive standpoint, last year's team at Georgia was better because it's one of the best defenses they've ever had. But Georgia was still good enough and deep enough and uh, in position to win every single game, and that's what they did. All right, let's let's look at their opponent, TCU. I've I've read, heard, uh, and even had some of the thoughts myself. At least in that one ball game, and I think probably if they played more than one ball game, you'd have a similar, certain, probably not the same score. But it was an overmatched team, and I hear people talking about, well, they shouldn't have been there and all that thing. Remember this, folks. They beat the number two team in the country, right? Uh, they, they, beat, uh, they, uh, they beat Michigan. Uh, Michigan was, as I think, clearly the number two team. After winning the Big Ten, after beating Ohio State, they beat them, and then they ran into a buzzsaw and had some problems probably of their own making, but a bunch of what Georgia had. So while uh, I'm not sitting here trying to say that TCU was the second-best team in the country, the third or the fourth, but clearly they earned their way into that title game, too. They just uh, faced a tsunami that hit them. Uh, they got behind, and uh, when you get when you get two touchdowns behind a team that plays like Georgia does, your 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 chance anybody's chances are are not really great at coming back. Well, Georgia came out just watching the game. They came out on fire. Now, what happens is they they got up early. TCU responded with a touchdown, and and when TCU scored their touchdown, I just went. Okay, here we go, because it was incredibly loud in that place. But then Georgia responded to their response. 
and and you could almost tell that it was over at that point because there was no way they were slowing down Georgia. Georgia was particularly on the offense; they were on fire, and uh, it was it was an amazing thing to watch. You know, Tony just hit that real quickly. Uh, that that's kind of a, a little difference. Uh, I had a little difference opinion because uh, uh, on that score, because how did they score? They scored because. Uh, Georgia had a busted coverage that left a wide receiver exactly. wide exactly. open, and uh-huh. they didn't do that anymore. And they really didn't come uh, come close to scoring. Anyway, uh, I just mentioned that to say, uh, was TCU uh, uh, the second or third, or maybe even the fourth best team in the country? Probably not. But again, they earned their way to that championship game. Uh, Michigan had a chance to beat them. Ohio State had a chance to beat Georgia. Maybe you could look and say, well, maybe they should, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, all right, quick break. Morgan, we have a shortened show, or as one of the most the f- most famous broadcasters would say, our show's a little truncated today. We'll be right back with Tony Barnard. Charles Davis joining us at the top of the hour, and I'll talk to you about Delta Dental of Tennessee. Do you have dental insurance? If you do, great. If you don't like it, maybe you need to check out Delta Dental. But this is for folks who doesn't have it at their place of work and who needs an individual or a family plan. That's what Delta Dental handles also. Yes, they handle many, 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 most, quite frankly, of the top companies and corporations around, certainly Tennessee. But they also have individual plans. That's what I have for my family, an individual plan. They have one that's right for you. Check them out. You can check out. Uh, it's a myriad of plans, a lot of different things, depending on the size of your family and exactly what you need. Any questions, any comments, anything you want to find out about them, DeltaDentalTN.com. Again, DeltaDentalTN.com. Individual plans. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, You can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash music22. Shopify.com slash music22. Shopify.com slash music22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. I have lots of options for my shopping, but I prefer to shop at Rayleigh's and Knob Hill. They're family-owned with deep local roots, and they're committed to giving back to the community. My donations to their nonprofit Food for Families stay local, so I know I'm helping feed families in my community. Rayleigh's and Knob Hill also support local schools with give-back programs and community events, and they always carry plenty of locally sourced meats and produce. Supporting my community is important to me, so I'm shopping at my neighborhood Rayleigh's and Knob Hill. When you're tired and you're grumpy and you want to shout, pretend you're a dragon and let it out. <sighs> Learn tips to help kids manage their feelings at first5california.com. 
help your child manage their big emotions with the Dragon Song. With a deep breath in and a big breath out, you'll both feel so much calmer. For more tips and to learn the Dragon Song, visit first5california.com. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Mix a little sports analysis, pop culture, and great interviews, and you've got the Rich Eisen Show podcast. Daniel Jeremiah here in the Prospect Stock Watch. You look at the draft order, who, who are you hearing first overall? To me, Bryce Young. I don't think he's for every team. I like the fact he could go to Houston and play in a dome. It's warm weather road games for the most part. That's an ideal environment for him. People ask for comparisons, and I said, yeah, if you left Aaron Rodgers in the dryer too long, you get Bryce Young. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show podcast, wherever you listen. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Dear moms and dads, what you have achieved here today is going to help us and our futures. It is why we are coming up on stage to collect your diplomas. You know it's true. Mom, we love you always. Everything I do, I do When you graduate, they graduate. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. This is Doug Matthews. If you miss any or part of my weekend shows, Big Orange Sunday, Football Saturday, or Coach to Coach, you can catch up on the podcast at coachdougmatthews.com. Each show is up immediately after they are aired live right here on 104.5 The Zone. All three shows plus High School Sports Saturday are all podcast at CoachDougMatthews.com. Forklift Systems Football Saturday continues as Coach Doug Matthews is joined by Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart. Presented by Stroud's Barbecue and Tennessee Steel Haulers on 104.5 The Zone. 
Charles Davis at the top of the uh, 10 o'clock hour will join Tony and myself. We're discussing uh, Southeastern Conference a little bit right now, and then we're going to get into uh, some of the things going on in college football, quite frankly, transfer portal, course recruiting for 2023 about done. So what's next? Well, recruiting for 2024 and beyond. We'll discuss a little bit of that, too. Tony, uh, let's talk, though, about, uh, first off, the conference right now, Georgia, Alabama. Uh, clearly, I don't think anybody, certainly nobody in the, in the coaching profession in the, uh, or the uh, athletic uh, business in, in the Southeastern Conference, I think, don't think would argue with that. Uh, and for those out there who think that Alabama's demise is certain, remember they lost two ball games this year uh, on the last play of the game. Uh, and by the way, they also just had the number one recruiting class. So uh, you know, I, I I don't think they're going anywhere on that. But let, let's assume those two teams are up there right now, Tony. Let's kind of look at the rest of this conference as we see the changes that are happening and what has been made. Start with this, folks. Since 1992, that's when the Southeastern Conference went to division play. They expanded to 14 teams, seven Eastern Division teams, seven Western Division teams. In that entire time, there have been in six, just six programs that have won Southeastern Conference Championships. All of them, by, uh, the six, by the way, have won at least two. Certainly Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Tennessee, Auburn, and Florida. So let's kind of start with those. Until you actually win a Southeastern Conference Championship, I don't think you can, uh, at least in my mind, you, you, I don't think you can talk about being at the top of this of this league. Tony, with that in mind, let's kind of look at that right now. Again, we're setting Georgia and Alabama aside. They've they've had two, uh, they've had what at least four, five, six top five and men since top three, and in some instances the number one recruiting class. So they're there. Let's look at the rest. I think it's fair to say Auburn and Florida right now uh, really are are they have they have problems. They're trying to get fixed. They're they're in transition, both of them. Obviously, Auburn has a new coach in Hugh Freeze, and uh, all that comes with that. And the, the, there have been lots of problems at Auburn. I think Hugh Freeze is going to be able to get it turned around, but they're definitely in transition. Florida last season, Doug, uh, was really uh, a lost season. They finished six and seven. They didn't really do a whole lot down the stretch. Their quarterback has left. And, uh, and Billy Napier is in his second year. So I think those two programs there, tr- historically, you believe, you have to believe they will be back. They have always come back, but right now they are m- absolutely in transition. Well, and they've won multiple national championships, quite yep. frankly, with multiple coaches. So you're exactly right on that. One thing real quickly about Florida. Uh, one thing that's, uh, that's, that's going to be an obstacle for Florida <clears throat> in that state right now, Miami, getting better got a coach down there that can recruit with the best florida state clearly getting better and of course as we know every other major team in the country goes down there and recruiting uh but so those two there the two teams that i think we at least from this past season uh, and both of them have relatively new coaches lsu and tennessee i think have shown that they can climb up and at least compete not saying they're at the level right now of georgia and alabama but i think both those two programs are certainly ones that uh, that sec football watchers are watching well tennessee obviously was very very close to to, to being a playoff team maybe as an at large uh obviously the south carolina loss was 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 big but i think 
what Tennessee did this year is they showed what they're capable of. They showed when things are going well, and the defense got better. And so I, I, th- I like, uh, I absolutely like what they did this year. LSU, I had, I would have told you, Doug, if we had had a conversation, we had a conversation after LSU's first game against Florida State in, in New Orleans. That was just a horrible game. But uh, to, to Br- Brian Kelly is a very good football coach. He's proven it everywhere he's ever been. He got that team turned around. And by the end of the year, they've beaten Alabama. They've, they've won some big games. And now as you sit there and look at them and the way you can recruit at LSU, uh, you got to believe they're going to be a force sooner rather than later. As a matter of fact, I, I do think they will challenge Alabama in the SEC West next season. I'll just keep this in mind, folks. The last three coaches, the previous three coaches at LSU, have all won a national championship at LSU. Uh, The programs there, they have a talent-rich state, which, quite frankly, uh, they're going to get 90%. Maybe that's a a low number of the top players in that state. They grow up wanting to go to LSU. Uh, Tennessee, and and one thing about this too, Tony – that kind of jumps out at me is look at LSU and Tennessee, both of them in position to make the playoffs at the end of the year, right? What happened to both of them? They lost to a team that quite frankly were not as good quote as they were. LSU lost to A&M, Tennessee lost to South Carolina. Both those games were on the road. Well, what does that tell you? Well, it's a new program and that's what happens Mm -hmm. till you get everything set that the advantage that Georgia and Alabama have they have coaches that have their programs and their culture and all that goes with that set. The programs that are trying to get up there, which quite frankly are most most of the other programs, other than Kentucky and Texas A and M, every coach uh, at the at the other schools is has only been there three or four years maximum going into next season. So uh, keeping that in mind, but I think clearly LSU Tennessee have shown that they can get there. They both are having big recruiting years this year. Uh, and then the rest of it, quite frankly, is just kind of a, it's kind of a crapshoot. Quite frankly, A and M, nobody can understand. Nobody in college football, no. they cannot no. understand why A and M is not better, but quite frankly, they're just not. They're simply not very good right now, talent wise. They have it. It, it appears, but they don't play very well. Ole well, Miss uh, made a run there, and and certainly is in position too with with with, with Coach Kiffin there. But what they end up losing, Tony, for their last five ball games, kind of yeah. fell, fell apart there at the end. And then most of the other schools, quite frankly, are just kind of trying trying to get relevant. Yeah. Speaking of Ole Miss, I mean, that's going to be one of the more interesting stories in the offseason, Doug, because Ole Miss, once Lane Kiffin's name started being associated with the possibility of him going to Auburn, I don't know what happened. I don't I don't really know that you can do a cause and effect. All I know is when those stories started appearing, Ole Miss just absolutely went in the tank for the rest of the year. So what happens now? I just I just I, I think it's going to be very interesting to watch Ole Miss as we move forward. All right, let's talk about a few comings and goings in the league right now that uh, certainly caught my eye, and I can tell you this, other coaches in this league eye. Pete Golden, defensive coordinator, leaving Alabama to become the defensive coordinator at Ole Miss. Now, just on the uh, on the smell side on that, that what's wrong with that? Well, I, I think it's pretty clear 
that Pete Golden was told to find a job. Yes. Uh, yes. Maybe not quite in those words, but uh, I don't think there's mm-hmm. any question about that. So new defensive course uh, coordinator at Alabama. And if you watched Alabama play this year, and listen, there's lots of reasons why. It, it doesn't always fall on the assistant coach or always fall on the uh, uh, always fall on the coordinator. But quite frankly, they were just a, a an average defensive team this year with the best defensive player in college football, many believe. And they, they, it just was, it just wasn't your classic really on the line of scrimmage, Doug. I, I think both offensive and defensive lines of scrimmage, Alabama simply wasn't what they're used to having. Be interesting to see what happens there. There is a lot of talk that the offensive coordinator might not be there either at, at, at Alabama uh, interviewing for uh, some professional jobs. And, and again, you know, that, that, at, at, Tony, this has happened, what, the last four or five years. Uh, Coach Saban has lost uh, a lot of really good players, many of them coordinators, many of them that take head jobs, and he seemingly has had the ability to replace them and keep moving on, but not quite this year. Again, all that doesn't fall on the guys that he hired, certainly. It it, it goes to the head football coach. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't think there's much question right now we're going to have a new offense and we've already had or are going to have a new defensive coordinator uh, down the tide. Yes, uh, and I think that that and their number one recruiting class, and the the fact that I don't think I don't think Nick Saban is uh, done yet. I th- I still think he's got another run left in him. Now, some of my my Georgia friends disagree. They they think they've passed Alabama and will stay ahead of Alabama. I am not so sure of that. Well. The only thing is, this past year, and of course, that's one of the uh, one of the vagaries of, uh, quite frankly, of uh, the Southeast Conference. They didn't play Alabama this past year, so we, right. we really don't know if they're better than they are or not. Now they played them the year before, but uh, anyway, bottom line though for this whole discussion is this: I see, just talking about myself, I see this league getting better and better and better. Still got a team, or probably even two that could compete and win a national championship this year. And we got other teams that are moving up. The The, the difficult thing for those other programs, and if, if you've just discussed the other pro, the difficult thing for the South Carolinas and the Kentuckys and the Arkansas and the Mississippi States, Missouri, you know, Vanderbilt, the tough thing is you can be a real good football team and not win your division in this league. It's just it's the way it is. And, uh, but, uh, but the league itself, I see it getting better and better and better. South Carolina is clearly a better program than they were three or four years ago. Right. Kentucky is. Arkansas had a little setback this year, a little bit, took a little back step, but that happens sometimes, but clearly getting better. We'll have to see what, what happens at, uh, at uh, Mississippi State, uh, Missouri. Getting better, long way to go. Again, who knows about Texas A&M right now and Vanderbilt? Well, they got they got problems at the, the structural problems. Uh, they have uh, uh, university problems that, quite frankly, it's it's going to be difficult for them to overcome. But anyway, overall, league getting better. Give me a final thought, and we'll take another quick break. 
Well, look at the recruiting rankings. What's interesting, I forget, you can finish in the top 10 in recruiting nationally, Doug, but finish fifth in the SEC. And that, that is why it is so, so difficult to make up, make up ground. And, you know, Tony, the other thing, I was reminded of this by somebody yesterday talking with them. Uh, yes, you, you can be uh, in the top, I think, 12 this year and be in the, uh, and be, still be fifth in the SEC. And that doesn't include Oklahoma and Texas, who are heavy also. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're coming into the league. So, anyway. Uh, All right. Quick break. More with Tony Barnhart. When we come back again, Charles Davis will join us at the top of the uh, 10 o'clock hour. A lot to talk about with him. Commissioner of the Big Ten, who really had blossomed into a start, leaving. We'll talk with uh, Charles about that. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. When's the last time you did something fun with your friends, your family, your buddies, your teammates, you know, whatever? Maybe a fundraising event, maybe a corporate party, maybe a birthday for somebody. Strike and Spare is the perfect place to go. You can spend a lot of time doing a lot of things, certainly bowling. You know, that's the big the big draw there. But many other things that you can do. Lots of other games. they got great food there. Drink at all their locations. Have five of them right here in Middle Tennessee. Three up in Knoxville. A couple of others, a few others around the south. All their locations have their own Facebook page. So you can t- hook up with that. Find out what's going on league-wise and all the other things. Some of the specials they have going on. All their locations are open seven days a week. That includes holidays, by the way. And... As Coach Larry Smithrow loves to say, there's never a bad time for a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers. The big clearance event is happening in store now at Marshall's. With jaw-dropping clearance prices in almost every department, hurry in store now for deals on deals on deals. So many deals. More brands, more quality, more deals. Marshall's, get the good stuff. This is it. This is the year. Enough dreaming about growing my business online. It's time to get serious about selling in my style, as big as I want to grow, because there's nothing I can't do. It's time to get Shopify and take my business to the next level. Whoa, someone's ready to take on the new year. Oh, oh, I thought I was talking to myself there. But heck yeah, 2023 is my year. That's not your average resolution. That's a revolution. It's It's a a new New year's revolution. Start selling with Shopify to join the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand. From templates that make site design simple to customizations that let you grow at your pace. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash music22. That's shopify.com slash music22. Go to shopify.com slash music22 to start your New Year's revolution today. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast, where each week we watch every episode of Smallville, a show that changed our lives forever and perhaps your lives, too. I'm Michael Rosenbaum. Hello, I am Tom Welling. What was the sign off now? Always remember Talkville. That's it. Always hold on to Smallville, folks. We love you. Couldn't do it without you. Got a great season two coming up. Catch up with season one or start season two on YouTube or wherever you listen. Did you know if you're an adult living with asthma or COPD, getting sick with pertussis may result in severe complications? Pertussis, or whooping cough, is a serious respiratory illness. Vaccination is the best way to help protect against pertussis. Speak to your healthcare provider to ensure you are up to date on your Tdap vaccination. Learn more at lung.org. 
Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're um rad just the same. To learn more, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Mix a little sports analysis, pop culture, and great interviews, and you've got the Rich Eisen Show podcast. Daniel Jeremiah here in the Prospect Stock Watch. You look at the draft order, who, who are you hearing first overall? To me, Bryce Young. I don't think he's for every team. I like the fact he could go to Houston and play in a dome. It's warm weather road games for the most part. That's an ideal environment for him. People ask for comparisons, and I said, yeah, if you left Aaron Rodgers in the dryer too long, you'd get Bryce Young. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show podcast, wherever you listen. The big clearance event is happening in-store now at Marshall's. With jaw-dropping clearance prices in almost every department, hurry in-store now for deals on deals on deals. So many deals. More brands, more quality, more deals. Marshall's, get the good stuff. life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. If you're the parent of a young child out there listening right now and you've been having trouble with your son or daughter's behavior, I want you to hear this message from clinical psychologist Becky Kennedy that I was reading the other day. She said that the thing she wants people to understand the most about parenting is that both parents and children are mostly inherently good inside, meaning that they're always doing the best they can with the resources they have available to them in that moment. So rather than thinking that your child is bad if they hit or that you're a bad parent if you yell, sometimes hit pause to really understand what's going on. One of you is probably having a hard time and you're having trouble expressing it. To work through that issue, Kennedy suggests, shifting your perspective to it's me and my child on the same side against our problem. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. It's all about the Tennessee Volunteers on Big Orange Sunday, each Sunday morning at 8. Brought to you by Middle Tennessee's Community Bank, Wilson Bank and Trust. Coach Doug Matthews talks all things balls each Sunday on Big Orange Sunday on 104.5 The Zone. Forklift Systems Football Saturday continues as Coach Doug Matthews is joined by Mr. College Football, Tony Barnhart. Presented by Stroud's Barbecue and Tennessee Steel Haulers on 104.5 The Zone. One quick thought about great clips. You know, I had my ears lowered this past week. What's that? Well, I had a haircut. It was a fresh haircut, by the way. You know what? A fresh haircut for me, and I think for most people, whether men or women, it kind of always boosts your mood, right? At least it does mine. That's why I love Great Clips check-in line. They can go online and check in with their online app. And 
by doing that, it tells me exactly. By the way, very easy to do. Believe me, if I can handle the check-in app, you can. I'm not real adept at that. But it tells me what time uh, my uh, I can get into my favorite salon, whichever one I want. I choose to go to. It tells me, they text me, lets me know when I'm up next. Give me a few minutes to get there so I don't have to sit around and wait. Great clips. Fully licensed, friendly folks. Every time I've been there, and I've been using them now over 10 years, I get a great cut. Check them out. All their locations. That's great clips. Tony Barnhart with us. By the way, Charles Davis joining us here in about 15 minutes. And at the top of the uh, 11 o'clock hour, the Vols and the Cats renew their, well, great basketball rivalry. Kentucky visiting Thompson Bowling. Uh, This was... uh, uh, again this week, the cat's not uh, today. Excuse me, cat's not playing particularly well, but I think most people probably think they will play very, very well up in Knoxville. Tony, let's talk a little bit about the transfer portal, uh, folks. If you are following that, and if you're an avid football fan, you probably do. It's a big deal right now. The transfer portal open window closes Wednesday, so the last time that a player can enter can enter the transfer portal. Is December the 18th. It goes through Wednesday, right? So it's December the 18th. That's that's the last time they can enter it. Now, if they're in it, they can get out and go somewhere at any time, and and you can recruit a player out of there. But you, if you're not in it by then, you can you're not allowed to enter it until after spring practice. So the next window that opened is May the first through the 15th. So most every program now. And folks uh, that fans, uh, alumni, boosters, whatever, that follow that program, they're looking to see who is in that portal. Uh, and, again, they'll be looking again after May 1st. With that in mind, a lot of movement in the portal, but not quite nearly as much as movement out of the portal. In other words, a lot of players getting in it, uh, dipping their toe in it, uh, but, but really there's more of them that are staying in there than that are coming out of it to another program. Just to remind folks, you still have the ability, once you enter the portal, to come back and stay uh-huh. in the program you're in with this one caveat. Once you enter it, that program, that school, that uh, that team that you're with does not have to take you back. So, all right. With that in mind, Tony, that's 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 where we are right now. Yeah, and it and it's it has really changed the 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 method of recruiting look you're going to always recruit high school players that's your base but now Doug you've got to hold some scholarships back because you don't know who's going to show up in the portal and it's uh, it, it is it, the whole thing is fascinating to me and it's the coach I know coaches don't like it some but I always say the portal giveth and the portal taketh away so you lose players to the portal but you can also go into the portal to address some kind of immediate need uh and the other thing is you can rebuild your roster quicker now because of the transfer portal so all in all I think it's 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 good for the players it's it's not good when you go into the portal and you don't have a clue as to not whether anybody's going to take you that that is when it gets dicey. Tony, let me tell you what is happening now. I was uh, yesterday. I visited with six high school head high school coaches in the Middle Tennessee area. Middle Tennessee has become a very fertile area for recruiting for 
really programs of all shapes and sizes. There's a lot of players here, from the top players in the country down to to players, you know, the the uh, FCS schools, the smaller schools on that. And let me tell you what: uh, every single one of these coaches, and some of these some of these programs uh, are top programs. I mean, they they turn out SEC players almost every single year. This is what. The common theme was, because I asked each individual, and this is going on across the country, folks. They told me that they are having fewer and fewer smaller programs, FCS schools, uh, football championship series, not not the top uh, 150 programs. They're not coming in and offering scholarships to high school players anymore because they are getting their players out of the portal. Mm-hmm. They're getting the of, of programs, better programs that players are entering their program and are stepping down a level. And this this has caused. Uh, I mean, I, a couple of these coaches that I know very well, just quite frankly, told me said, "Hey, Doug, uh, parents are on my rear end right now, saying, how come my son is not hearing from these you know smaller programs? And I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. about the smaller program, you know, the Louisiana Tech's programs like that. And it's simply because those programs now can wait and pick up players who are leaving, have signed and gone to major colleges who can't play there. So that right. that's a byproduct of this that nobody, I don't think, saw coming. But it, it's, a, it's a big problem right now. No, it really is. I mean, just look at it from the from – the- perspective of the schools in other words i can go get some players who have enrolled at a, at a higher level maybe played a little bit we know what they can do versus a high school player who has who may or may not be able to help me right away i mean the the, you know, the smallest schools can say look there, there's all this base of talent of guys who tried to make it at the fbs level and for whatever reason it didn't happen um, we're gonna this is a very rich uh, recruiting territory for us. And so, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Well, you get players too. And, and again, I want to emphasize, you know, the, the, we're talking about the, the schools who are not in the power five conferences, not even in the group of five conferences, quite frankly, uh, they're recruiting players now that are leaving other programs that, uh, you know, still have two and three years eligibility. Just follow your, whatever program you're following, if you're following it closely, let's just take Southeastern Conference Schools. If you're following the program closely, you see that there are eight or ten at almost every school, every university in this, this, this conference is losing a minimum of eight and some even more than that players who are entering that transfer portal. Well, all those young men that are entering that portal are going to go somewhere. And every one of those that takes a scholarship at a smaller school, that takes a scholarship away from a high school player who uh, uh, who would would be being recruited by those schools. So that's a problem right now. That's one thing. The second thing that come out, you know, uh, I have got to the point. I've, I've uh, uh, you know, the NCAA is being uh, re- revised. You know, there mm-hmm. it's going to be a completely different organization. But the the Division One Council, which is a, a kind of an offshoot of the or a committee within the NCA, came out with this uh, thing this past week about the transfer portal, saying that to help clear up the transfer portal, this is this is the way they worded this thing, uh, that they are putting in a rule where you can only transfer one time. Okay, then immediately following that, they said, but. And there, anytime you hear but, you know, there's something you better listen to. I'm talking about the one T but, not the two T but, by the way. Uh, but 
we will look at every individual and give them some waivers. So what does that mean, Tony? That means there's no rule. There's no rule. And, no and, and so they come out and they make this big deal about this. And, and it, it, no, but no coach out there thinks that if a player, I don't care how many, if he's transferred once and wants to transfer again, nobody out there thinks that that, that, that waiver is going to be denied, you no. know, because they, they, you know, they, it's, it, so it's things like that, that, that make coaches in particular just say, you know, what, what, what do we even need you for? Yeah. Cause, cause no. you're, you're just putting stuff out there that makes absolutely no sense. Well, and it's Doug, it's like they're not, they being the NCAA, it's like they're not even paying attention because anybody who has followed this stuff knows that the courts have already told us, look, the rules you have pertaining to student athletes don't work. Do not. And, and if you sue, you're going to lose. Don't come back to us with these kinds of issues. And so as soon as somebody was denied a chance to transfer, Doug, they will file a lawsuit and they will win. All right. So it's 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 silly to sit there and try to do this thing piecemeal. It really is. Uh, what was the uh, attorney's name? Was it Tom Mars? I think it was Mars. Wasn't it? Tom Mars. M-A-R-S. Tom yeah. Mars. Yep. All, all this is going to do is make him and his law firm, if he has one, he may be individual, I don't know, a lot more money because he yeah. will be handling those <laughs> those instances well, on that. It's just like it's just like the people, Doug, that want to say, well, we, we got to do something about NIL. We got to do, okay, what do you want to do about NIL? Well, let's limit the amount of money that these guys can make. Well, guess what? We've already had a lawsuit about that, and the players won, and they'll win again. You, you can't just go change the change NIL because it's the law of the land. And so it's just like people don't pay attention to what's going on. Tony, let's talk uh, quickly here. We've got about four minutes here before we take a break, and then Charles Davis is going to join us. We're going to continue some of these other discussions. Remember, we're off at 1030 Central Time today because of uh, uh, the a, uh, uh, Big Orange Network, Tennessee uh, Network, uh, getting ready for basketball. The new college football Hall of Fame class announced. Uh, let me just say this real quickly, Tony, because you are obviously very involved in this. Uh, to get in the College Football Hall of Fame, you have to be recommended or your name put in front by the university, the college you went to, correct? Correct. Uh, so, you know, people say, well, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? Seems like should be. Well, maybe he hadn't been put up by a school, but you can't, you know, it's just not something that a committee does. Your university has to put you in there. But having said that, coaches now, and you go in as a coach, as a player, I think we have six men who are in as a coach and a player. Very, very, very rare. Uh, but the coaches, Roy Kramer, Mark Rick, uh, Paul Johnson, uh, Roy Kramer going in certainly as a coach. He won a national championship at, uh, at what Central Michigan, I believe, but gotta believe also he's getting a little bump maybe by, because he was probably <laughs> the best commissioner ever, uh, certainly in the, in the Southeastern Conference. Those three and then, uh, other SEC players, Eric Berry, who was a great, Great, great player. Well, player. most of these guys are great players who wouldn't be there. Jeremy Macklin, who maybe folks don't remember. I don't think he played at Missouri when they were in the league. Maybe he did, but before that, of course, Tim Tebow. I'm a little surprised Tim Tebow is just now getting in, quite frankly. Well, you're not you're not eligible until five years after you finished your last professional uh, season. Oh, so gotcha. that's one of that's one of the one of the issues. Professional there. season or college season? Professional season. Really? You, have, you have to be done playing professional football 
And then you get on the, if your school nominates you, right. then you get on the ballot. Uh, it, it's a, it's a rather complicated process, but I, I'm limited as to what I can say because I serve on the honors court and they, they only want the spokespeople, um, uh, uh, for the National Football Foundation to do it. But yeah, there's certain, there's certain rules that are public knowledge. One of is it's five years after you finish coaching or five years after you finish your last pro season. It's also, you have to have been a first team All-American when, at some point during your college career. And if you didn't play uh, pro football five years after your last college season? Exactly. Yeah, so exactly. it's five years after you get through playing football, right? There you go. Got you on that. By the way, honors court, you know, I, I had to go in front of the honors court a time or two when I was at Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah? I would have liked to have gone in front what, of what, you. What, were they honoring you, Doug? <laughs> no, no it, was, it was a little different type of honors court. They, they, uh, well, I won't get into that, probably. My mom, well, she can't be listening more. She passed away this past year, but she normally would listen, so I'm going to stay away from that. Anyway, uh, all right, uh, let's do this. Quick break. Going to come back to the top of the air. Charles Davis going to be joining us. Want to bring him on. And we got a lot of things to discuss in this next uh, 30 minutes. Tony will stay on with us also. And uh, uh, as you look at, uh, by the way, just a couple of other names on there that you would know. Reggie Bush, one of the players who is also uh, being uh, inducted. Uh, I think he would have been in maybe a few years ago, except for a few of the things that went on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, quite frankly, I, that that's all water under the bridge right now. Quite frankly, with name, image, likeness, now some of those things that were problems uh, eight, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago and more, uh, they're not problems anymore because yep. it's legal now. But anyway, all right, we'll take a quick break and uh, more with Tony when we come back. Uh, Farm Bureau Health. If you're looking for health insurance, how about planning? on Farm Bureau Health. You know, they're located right here in Middle Tennessee. Yes, they're all over the state, every single county, multiple locations in almost every single county. Heck, there's one about uh, a little bit more than a mile from my home that I visit. The service company that I've worked with for several years, I was looking for an insurance, a health insurance company to kind of change some things uh, about four, five, six years ago now. And I found one that's just right for me. I wanted to work with someone in Tennessee, if possible, and Middle Tennessee, even more so. And I found both at Farm Bureau Health. All their claims are located right down in Columbia, Tennessee. They have great health plans. They, they, they service Hundreds of thousands of Tennesseans. This is a big company that does it the right way. The times that I have needed something for them, from them, got it quickly. I believe you can too. I do strongly recommend that you check them out. Farm Bureau Health Plans, fbhp.com. And remember, they remind you to plan on us. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash music22. Shopify.com slash music22. Shopify.com slash music22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. At Marshalls, our buyers are hustling right now for deals on everything you need for your New Year's resolution. Maybe that's a new pair of active leggings. Or durable yoga mats and blocks. Whoa. Or maybe it's just really, really nice smelling aromatherapy essentials. Hmm. Yeah, that's more my speed. With all the top brands of activewear, active gear, and not-so-active indulgences for an amazing price, Marshalls has all your resolution needs resolved. More brands, more quality, more of the good stuff. Marshalls, get the good stuff. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now I gotta borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. The Kenny Smooth Morning Show. Bringing the energy each weekday morning. I want the slander for Jiffy Cornbread to start right now. Regular cornbread tastes like you build a seat cushion. They be like, I put honey in mine. What's just by Jiffy? Just by Jiffy. Thank you. Why can't I just make it myself? Why do I got to buy it that way? Because Jiffy ain't no but 35 cents a box. (laughs) Roll to work with your new best friend. best friend. The Kenny Smooth Morning Show. Weekdays from 5 till 10 a.m. on 92Q. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog. Cat. Giraffe. Giraffe, really? Giraffe. Uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Mix a little sports analysis, pop culture, and great interviews, and you've got the Rich Eisen Show podcast. Daniel Jeremiah here in the Prospect Stock Watch. You look at the draft order, who, who are you hearing first overall? To me, Bryce Young. I don't think he's for every team. I like the fact he could go to Houston and play in a dome. It's warm weather road games for the most part. That's an ideal environment for him. People ask for comparisons, and I said, yeah, if you left Aaron Rodgers in the dryer too long, you get Bryce Young. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show podcast, wherever you listen. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. From the Superbook.com studio. WTFX Gallatin, Nashville. A Cumulus Media Station. Touchdown! Titans! Your flagship for Titans Radio. 104.5 The Zone. Forklift Systems Football Saturday continues with Charles Davis presented by Star Physical Therapy on 104.5 The Zone. in just a second. Uh, by the way, let me just, uh, because Charles is sponsored by Star Physical Therapy. 
former teammate is big, 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 big in that company. Kelly Ziegler, great linebacker, by the way, at the University of Tennessee. 67-star physical therapy locations remain uh, here in Middle Tennessee. Uh, of course, they have been open for many, many years now, strictly follow CDC guidelines. And if you're in pain, and I've been in pain a few times, and when I am, I go see Star Physical Therapy. Kill Kelly and the folks there. they got tele-rehab for patients who can't safely leave their home, and they can see you even if you don't have a doctor in most instances or a prescription. Your health, Star's clean hands, choose Star, and the website to look them up is starpt.com. If you can hear this show, there's one near you. Tony Barnhart and I will carry on until we get Mr. Davis on the phone, old number 22. He might have forgotten the phone number. As a matter of fact, it's been a while since he's been on because of his duties with the uh, NFL. But anyway, Tony, let's kind of continue what we were talking about. I'm going to uh, talk uh, about the recruiting calendar uh, and problems right now that, uh, that, quite frankly, the college coaching profession is facing. Uh, with the early signing period that we've had now for the last couple of years, with transfer portal players wanting and trying to get those players signed and in many of them uh, for early enrollees. Uh, Tony, that's one thing that has just simply exploded these last few years. Young men who are leaving uh, high school, graduating early, and coming in for spring practice uh, early, that along with transfer portal players, that has changed a whole lot. By the way, I think we have old number 22 with us. Charles, how are you? Coach, I'm doing great. Hello, Tony. Sorry I'm a, a tad late. My uh, my um, end-of-season brain is operating right now, Yeah, <laughs> which means I'm doing nothing. Well, let me ask you this. If you gave that excuse to Ken Donahue, your defensive coordinator, tell me exactly what would have happened. Coach, you know what I would have done? I would have walked in late and looked at Coach Donahue. He would have looked at me with that crooked, crooked, <laughs> you know, look that he had. Yeah. And I would have said, I'm going to the stadium steps right now, Coach. What you would have said was, you would have just said, how many? And that would have been the number of steps that you now, would have. You, you, know, you know what we did, you know what we did learn, Coach? Never ask him for a number. Oh yeah, go. You just go. And 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 Tony, we had we had a coach that Coach Matthews knows very well, Coach Bobby Jackson. And my freshman year, Coach Jackson was our defensive coordinator, and I'd never heard this expression before, but it was something similar to what my dad would say, and he would say, "Men, we're gonna run till I get tired." <laughs> and, 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 and he'd always finish with, and I'm well rested. <laughs> my, my daddy, my daddy used to, I, I would make some excuse for my dad and he, and he'd, he'd look at me and said, son, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> that's not a me problem. That's a you problem. So. Hey, nothing worse than a you problem. That's a right. you problem. Woo. All right, let's get to something that's constructive. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, Charles, what, yes, hap- sir. what happened to your man Warren and the Big Ten? Hey, Coach, we talked about this, was it last week, two weeks ago? I think everything that we talked about, we were pretty much in the ballpark. Tony, I'm going to need your help here. But the Big Ten presidents and people, whoever's involved with his contract, weren't exactly going all out on on an extension. 
Like they weren't saying no, but they weren't running to the table with a yes. And he tested the water on it. And when they still didn't run to him, guess what? Off he goes. And by the way, yes, it was a bumpy start. Yes, it was a start that we wouldn't wish on anyone, right? None of us want to start a job the way he did with COVID, cancel the season, everything went haywire. He looked terrible. But I don't think anyone can argue that when he left, his desk was pretty darn clear. Yep. That TV contract, where they are, two in the college football playoff. Hey, say whatever you want. His his his, his exit way better than his entrance, right. and that's a great way to be remembered. Hey, Tony, just think about this. Not only that, maybe if he'd have got three teams in the in the fourteenth, <laughs> and he he oh, might have got a new deal. Oh, well, oh by the way. Uh, he expanded with Southern Cal and UCLA. Pretty good, uh, pretty mean, good, pretty good year for the man. Well, not and bad. It, and it and it has been reported out there that he really was seeking to add more teams. Yeah, and got and got pushback from his presidents uh, about that. About and he he had a he he had his own vision uh, that was even bigger than USC and UCLA. I think it's that guys and the let's and we have to be honest about where we are now in college athletics. I mean, we, it, man, there's a, there's a lot of moving parts now in college athletics and some of them are no fun and it's difficult. And, uh, having, having met him, I I knew about his NFL background and now you're, instead of being one of, you know, he would be one of 32 presidents of the NFL. And that is a big deal. And I'll bet, I haven't seen it, Charles, but I bet, he is going to be well compensated. Absolutely. And, and and coach, think of it this way. Tony just 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 opened it up perfectly. One of 32, but you don't answer to the other 31. Uh, <laughs> well, that's go. what uh, I talked to our, our good buddy, Coach Mack. They McGinnis yeah. about it. And I, said, oh, good Mac. I said, why do you think he took that? He said, well, Doug, uh, would you rather report to 14 people or one? <laughs> real simple real simple i hadn't thought about it like it anyway all right, here's, oh, oh, here's, real here. quick hey coach coach real quick don't forget you, what you said two weeks ago that if this does go down who did you say was next in line that's what i just started to ask you any question who it's gonna be yeah and and, and tony tony's gonna give us the, the full rundown i know but the names i've had run at me very quickly gene smith ohio state Jim Phillips, now the ACC commissioner, who was a finalist for this and came from Northwestern and has Tennessee ties, he's going to get heavy consideration as well. Tony, what what else have you heard? Uh, Everybody I talked to, they thought Jim Phillips was going to get the job the first time around uh, because because of his background. Jim Phillips is in an interesting place right now in the ACC. Wasn't the greatest of years. Yep. Uh, there he's, he's stuck with a, uh, a TV contract, uh, grant of rights contract that is not good at all. And, and that is a problem. And Oh, by the way, he's moving the ACC offices from Greensboro, North Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's not a real, just, I, I have a lot of friends up there cause I used not to not happy, no, not happy. I, I used to work up there and I got a lot of friends up there and they are not happy at all. So, uh, you know, I, I, I like Gene Smith a lot. I've known him. We've been friends for a long time. He would be a great commissioner, by the way. He yeah. really would. Cause he, I think this would be perfect, perfect move for him. Don't you think Tony, the, the, the last transition for him, because he's been doing this AD thing for a long time at a really high level. Yep. 
And if you're doing it at an Ohio State, <laughs> you're dealing with a lot of stuff that we don't see. All we see is the winning and the going and the this. You're dealing with a lot of stuff. Becoming the commissioner, that'd be a great way to go on out. Well, Gene, Gene, Gene Smith's kind of like Barry Alvarez. They know where all the bodies are buried. Every one okay. of them. <laughs> Charles, yeah, they, they, Charles hey, 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 Coach, they didn't touch the shovel, but 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 they know the people who did. <laughs> Charles, one thing on that, though. what how, uh, Gene Smith's, what's his age? I mean, he's 67. Yeah. yeah. So that might be a thing on that, too. And by the way, I, I don't know Jim Phillips at all, but I assume he's a pretty smart fella. By the yes. way, what's his Tennessee tie, Charles? Well, he had been he had been at Tennessee as as uh, you know in the athletic administration. I forgot who he was with. I didn't know. It might have been uh, yeah for a very short time frame. You know, kind of a for lack of a better term, a GA type of a role or what have you. So every time I see him, we do a little little Tennessee thing or what have you. He wasn't there a ton of time, but he liked being involved. But you know, let's face it, his real deal was Northwestern. And now, of course, as Tony described, ACC commissioner. Although I'm telling you, when when he pulled the when he made the decision, they were moving to Charlotte. Ooh, well, I'm assuming my, I'm assuming he's pretty. My, sure. my, my my people that work there, mm-hmm. he wasn't worth. Hey, hey, Tony, he wasn't worth nickel a pound at that point, was he? Well, I I, I, <laughs> I spoke to I spoke to one I spoke to one who actually was was uh, commuting from Raleigh uh, to Greensboro. <laughs> And now, now, now they're going to ask him. And uh, you understand, Raleigh, Greensboro is an hour away from Raleigh, hour south, and then Charlotte is another ninety minutes. So, yeah, there, there's some un, there's some unhappy folks about that. Well, I'm assuming he's a fairly smart fellow, and it, it very much so. it's, it's not real hard to figure out. If, would you rather be in the ACC or the Big Ten? I, I, that yeah. that's. Uh, and and look at what he did at Northwestern when he was there. Like, you know, obviously Pat Fitzgerald deserves a ton of credit, but Jim had to go out and raise funds and their facilities. Wow. I'm oh, telling yeah. you guys, yeah. if you go to Northwestern and look at their facilities, I, I know we all have an impression of Northwestern. Let's be frank about it. You go see their facilities now. And if you didn't know you were at Northwestern, you would think you were at one of the top places that you would expect those types of facilities. That's how good they've turned them there. All right, let's move on. National championship game, uh, Charles. We just hit that. Uh, you hadn't been on, I don't think, since we played that ball game. But but let's hit that real quickly. Uh, yeah. TCU now just getting beat. <laughs> you know, a, a team that a team that is plays in the national championship game and works their way and earn getting there, by the way, beat a darn yes. good Michigan team to get there. Uh, boy, talk about getting slapped around a little bit. Uh, and let's face it, they, they got run out of the stadium, quite frankly. Yeah, but yeah. having said that, still I- impressive for what they've done down there. Extremely impressive. A year that no one expected. Um, for whatever reason, it ran its course with Gary Patterson, who did a phenomenal job there and will be one of their Mount Rushmore coaches forever there. And Sonny Dykes came in and did a fantastic job picking up whatever touch he applied. It all worked. Give them credit. Tony, my impression after watching that game was very simply this. It snowballed on them, you know? And if it, and I've said this to everyone, Coach, and I, and I firmly believe this. If that game is played 10 times, same stakes, same arena, same thing, everything on the line, 10 times those teams play, Georgia wins 10 times. But they don't win 65 to 7 10 times. Most of the margin to me would be between 10 and 20 points. 
and a lot more, you know, I think we'd have a lot more of those games. That thing snowballed, went south on them, and there was no bringing it back. And by the way, Kirby, he, he put the hammer down and kept it. And that yep. team just responded, and they wanted to leave zero doubt, and they did. But I do think 10 times Georgia wins. They're clearly the better team, better program. But I don't think they win 65 to 7 10 times. Right. And, and guys, I was sitting with friends uh, pretty close to the field, and you could look at the play, you could look at the teams as they were warming up. Yeah. There was, there was a difference. There was, there was an absolute difference. And uh, to George's credit, they, uh, they did put the hammer down. They said, we, we, listen, we had our – George is saying, look, we had our drama against Ohio State. <laughs> We're not doing that again. Let's not have any more drama tonight, shall we? And, uh, and it did wow. – it, it, was, it was impressive. And uh, 13 played out of his mind. Oh. 13 just – you know, you just keep thinking this guy can't raise the level of his game anymore. But he, he does. He was and, – and Coach – Coach pointed it out. Georgia really only made one mistake, and that was the blown coverage. That was and, it, and that's that's all it was all night long. That was it. They 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 were special that night. And I just want to follow up on one thing Tony said, Coach. He saw it in warmups. I was watching on TV, and I remember it vividly. Second quarter, Georgia had a running play. Guy gets tackled, and as they're going back to the huddle, you see the Georgia kids peel one way and the TCU kids peel another. And I was watching the game. I remember saying very clearly to myself, the body type of what I'm seeing from the TCU defensive front does not match national championship game caliber. And, yes, body types are, you know, you never know what you're getting. But I saw that difference Tony was talking about in warm-ups. I said, oh, my God. That kid looks like the kid who's worked his butt off to build himself up, to give himself a chance to play. And the Georgia kid looks like what you're expecting, you know, to play tonight and move on to the next level. You know, one quick thing on that, they've got to get a last break out of the way here. Uh, well, what might have been, right? Uh, you look at, really, you could make a strong argument, George and TCU both, I wouldn't say should have, but certainly very easily could have lost. And that's yep. sem- that semifinal game, you know. So that's football, though. All right, let me get my last break out of the way. Again, we shortened show today, truncated show today for you, Charles Davis. Ooh, ooh, huh? did you say truncated, Coach? I did, I did. I did you know, I like that. By by the way, Alabama and Tennessee both would have beat TCU. Oh, I think you're probably right, but hey, right, no question. You know, since we're not in Texas, we can talk about that. But yes, we can. <laughs> in, in, anyway, on that, you know, truncated, I. I still have a uh, a, a very close uh, knit group of uh, former that's, former Vanderbilt. Hey, t- t- Tony, that's at Vanderbilt education. I, well, it, it's uh, I got former Vanderbilt players uh, that, <laughs> that I run around with, and I I got to use a word like that every now and then. I can't spell it, but I can say. It. <laughs> but, but I can't say. It. Hey, all right, we'll be right back. Let me talk to you about Wilson Bank and Trust. Quite frankly, Middle Tennessee's community bank, and that's just not a moniker. That's what they are, because 30 locations right here in Middle Tennessee, nine Middle Tennessee counties, and they are community people. The people that you walk in, you probably know a bunch of them, and they probably know most of the people who walk in there. Why? Because they're part of the community that you're in. If you're looking for quick decisions, fast local decisions, if you're looking for experienced, dependable local service from a partner that's invested in your community – if you want to speak to a lender about any type of home loan or either other loan, any of their 29 full-service offices, by the way, 
fast local decision, lenders that will work with you, that's what you get with Wilson Bank and Trust. Check them out online at wilsonbank.com. Hey, Mom, now that I have my driver's license, can we go test drive cars? You promised me a car when I turned 16. We need to go to a dealership that we can trust so we can find a vehicle that is safe, dependable, and reliable. You know, I did a little research on the web at walkerchevrolet.com, and they are a family-owned dealership that has been around since 1926. I think we can trust them to help us find the perfect vehicle. You know, they are more than just a Chevy store. They have everything, from A to Z, literally. They have an Acura, BMW, Cadillac, GMC, Dodge, and it just keeps going through the alphabet, including a Mercedes-Benz, Toyota, and Nissan. But you missed the letter J. I've always wanted a Jaguar. Yes, Mom. You can test drive a Jaguar because they have one of those, too. From A to Z, come take a test drive today at Walker Chevrolet. Walker Chevrolet, exit 65 off I-65 in Franklin and online 24-7 at walkerchevrolet.com. My neighbor bought windows five years ago from another company, and she already has problems, but that company is out of business. That won't happen when you call American Home Design. For over 40 years, we've been satisfying homeowners with top-quality windows, highly skilled installation, and reliable service. I did a lot of research, and that's why we went with American Home Design. It's winter, and we want to keep our install crews busy. That's right, so call right now and get a special winter price on all our products. And now, a moment of silence to remember our dear friend. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, man. Life can be uncomfortable. Your home doesn't have to be. With air conditioners, furnaces, and heat pumps installed by a Ring Pro partner, you can feel comfortable, even when you can't be comfortable. Oh, jeez. Really? Trust the expert installation and service of your local Rheem Pro partner. Visit ReemProPartnersTN.com to find one near you. Hey, all you sports fans and dog lovers, it's Mike Keith. When it's time for the big game, big fans need big TVs. And at Double Dogs, you can even satisfy big appetites. With choices like Black Angus burgers, wings tossed in homemade sauces, and dog bowl nachos, Double Dogs will make sure that you have the fuel you need at lunch or dinner while never having to miss a game. So whether you have two legs or four, you can cheer on and chow down at Double Dogs, located in cities across Tennessee. You can't spell hero without HR. And you can't build a healthy work culture without employees who smile a lot. So be the hero your company needs and recruit your top prospects with dental plans that are sure to have them smiling at DeltaDentalTN.com. At Delta Dental, we dot your eyes and cross your teeth. Get it? Eyes? Teeth? Yeah, we cover both now. Meet the dental plan company with vision plan bundles at DeltaDentalTN.com and keep those eyes and teeth in check. If you're in the Cool Springs area and in a hurry for lunch or dinner, drop in Simply Living Life at the corner of Franklin Road and Moore's Lane. Soups, sandwiches, casseroles, and a variety of desserts all made fresh daily. In and out in about five minutes, Simply Living Life. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more... And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Just what is Stover's liquidation? Is it the only place to see the biggest selection of flooring at the best prices? Yes. 
The place to get name brand appliances, 40% off the big box stores? Yes. Does Stover's Liquidation have the best price and selection on landscaping stones? Yes. Now, is it your best place to buy paper goods and residential and commercial cleaning supplies? Wait, what? Yes, it is. Come in and see for yourself at Stover's Liquidation in Oak Ridge, Cookville, and Murfreesboro, or shop online anytime at stoversliquidation.com. Forklift Systems Football Saturday continues with Charles Davis presented by Star Physical Therapy on 104.5 The Zone. Got about uh, seven and a half minutes here left in the show. Got to get out because uh, the Vol Network coming on that. That guy's just real quickly. I got a, well, I don't have a million, but I got about a hundred uh, Vanderbilt football jokes. One of my favorite is this. So, and Charles will get a kick out of this. The old question is asked: How many Vanderbilt football players does it take to change a flat tire? Back in the days when you actually changed flat tires, but how many does it take? And it's one, and that's all it takes to call Daddy and have him get somebody. <laughs> And then the other part of it is, well, how many Tennessee football players does it take? Well, it takes four, but they get three credit hours for it for their semester. So yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> I'll have another one next week to kind of, uh, to kind of hit you. Hit you. Thank all you. Week. Thank you. We'll be here all week. Take, make sure to tip your waiters. Thank you very much. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, coach! Did I ever tell you I worked for a Vandy guy? No. Yeah, yeah. Most, I was, most former Tennessee football players do work for Vandy guys. Yeah, which which is which is why I can tell the punchline, and Tony knows is coming. Um, he was running in. He's running uh, NBC at the time, and I was doing arena football, and I was there for a seminar ahead of it. Blah blah blah. They're trying to essentially take arena football legit and play it on the weekends and and during the daytime, etc. Bottom line, we get done. And he calls me over. He goes, hey, Charles. I said, hey, it's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. He goes, just want to let you know uh, I'm a Vanderbilt grad. You Tennessee guys always end up working for us. <laughs> I'll tell one more quick one here. We don't have time to get much else in anyway. Uh, Charles, I think I've told Charles this before, but when I went to work for Coach Majors, uh, Coach Majors, who quite frankly, you know, he, he kind of grew up in the country, and he's, as Charles knows, you know, he had a few trouble with a few words every now and then. But, <laughs> but he certainly got better at it, no doubt about that. So I always had a problem with the uh, whether it was became or become and run or run. Uh, and so it was kind of Coach Major's want occasionally. He would he would say, Matthews. He said, yeah, dang. He said, you went to Vanderbilt, man. He said, didn't they teach you how to talk over there? And so after about the third time he said that, I said, look, Coach, I took my English in junior college. <laughs> anyway, good times, good times on that. Uh, we only got a few minutes left here, Charles. Anything uh, you've uh, – Tony and I have over the weeks have hit a lot of things to talk about. Anything in the college football world that you see out there that is changing, that, that's piqued uh, your attention about maybe something we haven't discussed on the show anywhere in the nation? Well, I'm just going to tell you, Coach, I think where you're headed is much more, you know, where we going, what we doing, et cetera. I'm going to center in on of play style, all right, because being on the NFL side, we've talked about it in recent years. It is a flood now. The style of play in college football is becoming as close to indistinguishable on Sundays as we've ever been, all right? Teams are playing, remember a 4-2-5 defense 
the NFL would say, well, well, that's only on passage. We're playing nickel. People play it all the time now. NFL defensive line up in three, three, five, the three, three, five stack. Right. Which we'd never have seen before. Now, instead of just an RPO, which has dominated and started in college football, probably high school, et cetera, but now it's all over the NFL, the RPO run pass option with the quarterback and the receivers, the Eagles are doing what they call RPRs, where with Jalen Hurts, it's a run pass run, depending on the read, as opposed to him run pass and the pass would be the option as well. The run is the end of it where he might make the decision to keep it himself and have a blocker out there protecting him. It's actually built into the play. So I'm seeing more and more of this, Coach, and I think we talked about this over the years. Tony's talked about it as well. It always used to be the pro game filtering down to the college game. There's still elements of that, but never did we t- did the pros accept what the colleges gave them as readily as they do now. And they've also gotten to the point where they're quit, where they're starting to quit fighting on what the colleges are giving them in terms of players and just adapting to it because you're smaller on defense coming out of college because of the spreads and, and the quick tempos. And the pros used to fight it, resist it. Guess what? They're playing that style now. Well, you know, one of the things on that, Antonio, because you you follow this also, neither of you are anywhere, uh, you know, Tony's a little closer to those I am. But I, I go back and, and uh, you know, I really started watching uh, and being really interested in, in college football uh, mid-60s on. <clears throat> but if you go back and look, and, and as you all know, I, I'm, I kind of pride myself on being a football historian. But you go back and look, and about every – 15 years, you know, you see a different style of offense come in. Single wing, of course. Then we mm-hmm. went to more of an eye formation. Then we went to a split back veer. Then we went to the wishbone. Then we started coming back. Steve Spurrier, one of the first in the Southeastern Conference when he came in in 1990, spreading people out, throwing a little bit more. Uh, and what has really kind of uh, accelerated the, the offensive the changes in offense really has been in the rules. Uh, even when Charles was playing, and that wasn't all that long ago, offensive linemen – they had to block with their elbows and had to keep their hands on their chest somewhere. Well, now, I mean, you know, you can shove, push, anything you want to on that. The offensive rules and also the, the, the high school game and in, in, in skilled players has, has changed what college football is. And, Charles, as you mentioned, you're exactly right. I mean, when I was coaching, uh, we would normally go visit some pro football team and try to get a few ideas, a few things that they do. Watch them practice, meet with their coaches, or we would bring a pro coach or two in to visit with our staff. Now, not that at all. And as a matter of fact, there's some there's some that go to even high school programs now, some yes. of the better high school programs. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a different style of ball. It takes a different style of athlete. The thing that Charles just mentioned uh, was uh, – uh, well, quite frankly, yes, I'm, I, I got to get out of here because we got the network coming up. So I'll simply say goodbye to my two good friends. We'll <laughs> take this up next week. And folks, we'll turn you over to the Vol Network right now. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. 
We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count.